the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Bumping the polls. In fact, the uh, front page of the Drudge says Joe Biden has a pulse. I'd like to know what it is, because he looks to me like the preacher from Poltergeist after he's been buried for about six months. He looks terrible in that off-the-rack Banana Republic shirt with that old man stammer, that delusion, walking around like a baby after a shot of Jack Daniels on grass. I don't think he's presidential. But then again, I know what he is. What Joe Biden is is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party of the Ukrainian oligarchs, and more, no, asshat, I guess you could say asshat, but um, let's go with ass, asset. He's an asset, there's no question about it, and he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. So when you st- see the market down a thousand points, there'll be all kinds of guys that are going to tell you different explanations and not to get nervous. This is what Joe Biden is doing on purpose. He's destroying the private economy to turn everybody into the welfare roach of, and the willing slave of the Democrat mafia. You see, they don't mind any of this. So the bump in the polls, that is from the bust-out people, the scumbags, the people who need their rent, who need their food, who need their loans, who need everything from corrupt government. This is who supports Joe Biden. And it's nice every once in a while that Joe Biden in his dementia stupor slips. And every once in a while, Joe Biden will tell us the truth. No one ever has an opportunity to steal an election again. You mean like you? That's a confession more than anything else. But there's something else that's really telling here. Now listen, ideologically, the argument between the Soviets, the Democrat Party here in this country, the communists in Havana, the fascist Marxists in South America, we've always been in an ideological war with these people. The nice part about having Joe Biden steal the election, it's open and notorious and blatantly obvious. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. See, this is, this is uh, you know, obviously it's infuriating, right? Because Make America Great Again and Joe Biden is part of Make America Suck Again, as every one of these Democrat roaches do. But there's another part here you need to focus on. This is the president of the United States. We know that the FBI is corrupt. We know that the Department of Justice is corrupt. We know that the EPA is corrupt. We know that every bureaucracy controlled by the collective is corrupt. This we know. Now the head of it tells you right out, I do not respect these people. So we are the target of the government. That's open. It hasn't been more open since we had a president unleash the military on fellow citizens. Oh, and we could argue about Honest Abe and all the rest of it. Nonetheless, he shared a common opinion 
with this fascist Soviet Marxist mafia member who is corrupt and has been for 50 years. He looks at you with contempt. And this is something you really need to pay attention to because in good conscience now, they can do things like release a a, a document that's redacted as if it was the CIA budget and pretend it's a legitimate affidavit. It isn't. Ferret face Merrick Garland is a Chicago capo in the Marxist mafia and nothing more. There is no Department of Justice. It's the Department of Intimidation, of injustice, of false persecution, of ideological enemies. Not the enemies. Believe me, the scumbags that are in on the scams with the government are never, ever going to be audited. They're not going to be brought up on charges. They can get away with mayhem, just like the sewer of Chicago. That's how they take care of themselves. That's why he's never been sitting more pretty. And what's really interesting is we know that Joe Biden, we have the prima facie evidence, and it's within a federal bureau of what is supposed to be investigation, but it's not. It's a federal bureau of protection for the mafia, for the government, and they are government supremacists. And now you have a sitting president in his dementia stupor tell you right out, I do not have respect for at least 74 million Americans, and it's clearly more. And, the, and by more, it's anybody who is a capitalist. That's why they're also coming out, and they send the other, the other zombie who looks like he crawled out of a, a funeral parlor. And John is going to work with me to pass a Medicare for all single-payer system. Now, this ideology that we're facing, all of it, this is the ideology in which this country has sent millions of boys. This is before the military pretended that the, you know, we were going to send the women and whatnot. We sent men to fight the Third Reich, to fight communism, to fight socialism. This is on your shores, and it's coming from Washington, D.C. So this ideological war, we're losing. We're absolutely losing. The question now is, are there enough, are there enough Soviets in this country? Are they importing Soviets? Can they intimidate? Can they entice enough Americans? Do you think that $10,000 to these deadbeat scumbags who are bust-outs is enough? I don't know. I guess it will be something to see. But when you see what surrounds Joe Biden, let me give you a little tidbit. I found this very interesting. I'm not going to inundate you, by the way, with a lot of KJP. here, also known as Sideshow Bob. I only have one clip of her. His economic advisor, and you know, he wheels out these guys, this Deese moron with the beard and all these other idiots. But this one, this one might be my favorite. Only because every time I say his name, I think how George W. Bush would say it. Barat Ramamaruti. It's fun to say. Barat Ramamaruti. It's fun to see. Just picture George Bush trying to say it and then listen to what comes out of this buffoon's head. If I can quickly, the White House yesterday was pretty vocal on Twitter, which it isn't always, criticizing some of the critics of this program, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, among them, saying how much money they received in PPP loans in the past. I think you would agree that there is a difference between a loan program as it existed, which was conceived to be, uh, the PPP program that was conceived to be forgivable, assuming you spent a majority, I think, 80%. Now, even this child reporter, even this child, says, I think you would agree. What he uh, underestimates is the ignorance, the stupidity, or the bold-faced lying of Bharat Ramaruti Titi. ...on the payroll, as opposed to these loans, which were for individuals with expectation, when they made money, they'd be paying it back. So is that a fair comparison, and why? Yeah, we absolutely think it's a fair comparison. And 
Now, they think it's a fair comparison because the roaches that got the $10,000 are too stupid, after all, they're college graduates, too stupid to know why it isn't. For the first time in American history, the government, unconstitutionally and fascistically, seized the property of business people. To keep them quiet at the hands of a Republican, they force-fed loans to imitate the velocity of money. You know, like that when you lose a thousand points in the stock market, it's not really the, the Dow Jones that loses a thousand thousand points. It's it's hundreds of millions of people that lost trillions of dollars in assets, but that's too deep. For Barat, Ramaruti Titi, and the rest of the Democrat scourge. But what he's trying to do is give you that false sense of, oh no, it's the same thing. So you don't realize, didn't we send millions of men? To fight this kind of socialism, to fight this kind of fascism, to fight this kind of communism, it doesn't matter because the idiots who voted for this dummy, although they weren't 81 million, I can assure you that, I'd say there's less than half of that. The morons that voted for diapers Biden, they don't really care. And the ones who just sit by and benefit, they don't care either because they're eating out of garbage cans and they're complacent. They look at you with a green eye, as it's called in my old neighborhood, with covetous, with envy. And they are perfectly happy to have the government be the causation of your poverty. And once you all get to that beautiful utopia of Soviet citizen living, it's amazing what you're willing to take and the excuses and the morons that deliver it. So let's go to Barat, another fashion of the Politburo. Um, I, I wanted to just go back to your comparison between this and the PPP loans, sure. because what Republicans and critics are saying is that there's a difference between those decisions being voted on by Congress and, you know, those loans that turned into grants being, by and large, for, you know, to cover businesses that were shut down. No, by- no, no, toots. Don't get ahead of yourself. There's only a difference if you're in a republic. This is not a republic. In fact, I think there is an argument to get rid of Congress and get rid of the Senate. I mean, after all, all they are are salesmen. Salesmen of bull dung, of corruption, government misappropriation we do not have a republic they have not passed a bill which was voted on by a republican and who knows how long and i'm not talking about the pre-bills that be you know they get a little cooperation then all of a sudden they change it and you get you get it stuffed in your booty gig by 50 senators and the easiest date in uh, washington i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the actual momentum of our government right now we are handicapped hostages to the feeble fascist and his merry band of bust-outs. The government involuntarily because of a natural disaster versus students who willfully took out... Natural disaster? I've heard COVID called a flu. I've heard it called a virus. I've heard it called a pandemic. There is nothing natural about COVID. In fact, we've got thousands of emails that it looks like it's right back to the government who really benefited from COVID. I mean, who benefited was not the recipients of PPP. I mean, I'm sure there's some Democrat scumbags in Harvey that stole and frauded LLCs and got checks sent to the police department and the rest of it. I'm talking about society. Who benefited from COVID was the American government, which now has the confidence and the arrogance and so unmoored from the principles, it doesn't even resemble what it's supposed to be a republic. Not even at all. And now I've got to listen to Barat. Come on, Barat. Fill me in, you dummy. Their loans and are now unable for whatever reason to repay them, there is a difference there. Well, I would say they're, both actions are based on laws that Congress passed. You know, we're, we are implementing a law that Congress passed, actually a Republican Congress and Republican president in 2003. Oh, Barat, Barat. 
Nobody passed it. You could pick your favorite citizens and, like a pharaoh, decide what they have to pay to the people. You see, a guy who sounds like you, Barack, nationalized student loans, which was unconstitutional in its face, and took a problem from $450 billion and made it $1.7 trillion. Even though he's the causation of that problem, we're the ones that are owed that money. I mean, I understand you're a Democrat scumbag, and you've never really paid taxes. In fact, there's something that tells me you've circumvented them your whole life, which is why you're so confident, like the rest of you roaches, to pass it on to honest people. Uh, the HEROES Act. And again, that's the exact same legal authority that the previous administration used to put a pause on student loan payments. That's the authority that we're using in this instance. So uh, He doesn't understand Barat. Barat Ramotuti doesn't understand pause between vanishing doesn't understand what happened this week is just another display that this is the fourth reich and they are as confident as arrogant and have the exact same contempt for their ideological opponents but resist show some r-e-s-p-i-c-t exactly 312-642-5600 make money smoke cigars and live free on the Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Am I the only one thinking of Dan Prop in his Pee Wee Herman suit? Zing. Doing the, doing the tequila? <laughs> uh, Michael on the south side. Hi, Sean. How's it going? Aggravating today, uh, Michael. Thank you for taking my call. You too. Thank you. I, I, you know what's even more pathetic is to watch this idiot walk around. It's, it's astonishing to me. It's astonishing. He should have a mortician following him around. Go ahead. Oh, I totally agree. Uh, I, I talked to you about this, uh, the student loan forgiveness uh, before, but there, there's, there's one aspect that I find especially repugnant. Uh, you know, people who all these all these liberals out here have this high moral standard to uh, for people that they don't like. Yeah, you know, we have to we have to follow every uh, you know abortion well, law, every civil rights law down to the uh, down to the dot above the eye. But I don't. I, I really resent the idea that these people feel that uh, the people that they like can uh, essentially Welsh on a debt. Well, here's what you, yeah, right. Here's the way to look at it. And by the way, I'm the liberal. You're the liberal. They're not liberal. They're communists, Marxists, fascist scum who are part of a mafia. And here's the other thing. They don't disagree with you. They have contempt for you. They have contempt for everyone who is not in their elitist club of demagoguery. And that's, this is what you're facing. These are mostly bust outs. Bust outs, trust fund babies who could never live up to their daddy's expectations. You know, like this fat slob governor you got. Same thing. So if you're not in their little club, they have absolute and total contempt for you. That's why it's very important what Joe Biden said today, even though he didn't know it. It's that he doesn't have respect for you. Because when you have no respect for somebody, you can do anything. Just take a look at some of the ghettos. They have no respect for anything. Take a look at what they're capable of doing. This is the same ideology. Words are very important. That's why, you know, I love you. But stop calling them liberals. Thank you, Biff. This is very important. This is the most important telling thing this idiot has ever said when he wasn't putting lipstick on the pig of corruption that is his legacy. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. And there's a multitude of reasons, but that's a very dangerous statement. 
Because this is a country that has unleashed the military on its fellow citizens. So you may tuck yourself in bed at night. You may watch old Audie Murphy movies and all the rest of it. But remember exactly what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a government whose only job is to protect you that tells you openly they do not respect you. For this alone, he should be impeached. But he will not be. Because the scum that make up the Democrat Party, they don't care. They have no ideology. They just want something for nothing. And this dimwit, this dementia patient, this pathetic excuse of anything just gave them money. So he gets a bump in the polls. See how it works? Doesn't matter what they do, what they say. They have, as you know, clout. Laura, West Chicago. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful, Laura. How are you? this whole student loan forgiveness plan. I went in the Army when, um, from 88 to 95. Oh. And when I went in, they had something, they attracted people with bad jobs who, who would take bad jobs, and they put, like, a bonus on it. Like, I got the Army College Fund for $36,000. Mm-hmm. Then I had the GI Bill, which I paid in. It was, like, $100 for a year. And then, um, you know, that was five years, you know, 20 to 25, 24. And then I got out. I was going to go to SIU, but I got speeding tickets going up and down 57, so I lost my license. I couldn't go to an in-state school, so I went to college in New York City, and I had to take out two $20,000 loans, mm-hmm. which I paid off. So that's $40,000. I didn't graduate college until I was, like, 30, because yeah. that was just such a big chunk of my life. And I know people, I work at the VA, and they lost legs, they lost limbs to pay for their education, and we're all mad. Well, here's what you got to remember. I can't believe it. And they sit around on their asses, these liberal... Li- li- uh, uh, let's call them Marxist Mafia. Com- Go ahead. I'm liberal, you're liberal. Marxist Mafia, we know what they are. They would never even think of serving their country. No. And and here's let's what you have the to... benefits of freedom. Here's the cher- cherry. No. Here's the cherry on the Screw You Sunday. Joe Biden just said he has no respect for you. All of those soldiers who believe in Make America Great Again principles, all of them, the President of the United States, who you sacrificed for, just told you he doesn't respect you. This is the kind of level, or should I say, this is the kind of degrading of intelligence and intellect and and character of this country. This country has no character. That's why, in a certain way, it's almost perfect that this piece of garbage is the President. He is the perfect face of corruption, of absolute and total sabotage to the principles that are America. He's a traitor, and it's the perfect time to be one. Thank you, Laura. And that's really the overarching point. The President of the United States is a traitor. Absolute provable. 31 million from the Chinese Communist Party. Russian oligarchs gave his crack-smoking, degenerate, scumbag son a pretend job, and we just keep giving them billions. That is an asset of enemies, foreign And let's not forget about domestic. Yeah, I'm talking about you, IBW, you rat bastards. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. It's always a safe bet. Squirrel Hands is taking the day off. Macbeth is filling in. It's a fantastic Friday, fantastic. Unless, of course, you're long in the stock market. Then not so much. Uh, if you are a patriot, then not so much. Bagman of the Chinese Communist Party, oligarchs, 
and anybody else that would buy this $2 whore in a $5 world is in charge of this government, charge of this country. Today is uh, the one year since 13 service members, just another 13 really, but were needlessly killed because Joe Biden is a failure, a corrupt failure. Uh, The Taliban got a country, and we once again lost brave men. To me, this is what the military is. The military is comprised, the way that I see things, by the bravest, most patriotic son of a guns this country's ever produced. And it's controlled by the exact opposite. Cowardly profiteers of lies. Which is why they never want you to talk or have any kind of dialogue to the opposition. Which is why it really threw, Trump really threw the game off. I mean, what's the first thing he did? Let's go see that fat bastard over in North Korea. We'll straighten him out. Where do you get those suits that are made from the 60 Austin Power movies? Then he went and talked to Rootin' Tootin' Putin. He understood also what Ukraine was. I've got a clip on that. But more importantly is uh, $8 trillion was the Afghan 20-year mishap and lies, deception, propaganda to the American people. Aside from that, 2,448 U.S. military deaths. 20,752 wounded, various forms or another, and an untold amount affected mentally by this. This is the true problem with this country. And all of these problems are back on track now that this dimwit in diapers is in the office. And you've got a problem on your hands. So it's always difficult for me to play clips of mothers and fathers that are outraged at the waste, the waste of their own children. In this game of risk in which Lloyd Austin gets kickbacks from weapon dealers, and he's just one name out of a thousand. He interrupted me and started talking about his son. About his son. And I remember looking at him and going, what are you doing? And then Now, I... his son is the one that died of brain cancer that he pretends was, he pretends was, a, was a World War II hero. right? Not the crack-smoking degenerate son. The FBI is keeping him on ice. This is the son that died of cancer that he wants you to believe was Johnny Rambo. He wasn't. He was the senator's son who basked in the DuPont mansion, grew up in a DuPont mansion, in the lap of luxury, gets cancer like how many other hundreds of millions of Americans. And now a a mother whose son was killed directly because of the actions of Joe Biden and the incompetent, corrupt Democrat mafia. She's got to sit there while this imbecile interrupts her. It's insane to me. And he's lucky that I'm not the father, because I would have ear slapped this stupid son of a dog into a coma. Said something along the line, this isn't about your son, this is about my son. And um, I told him he had no business talking about his son. And then I started again uh, talking about my son. And then he said, I just wanted to let you know how I feel. At that point, now I'm even more angry because he said he'd brought up his son because he just wanted to let me know how he feels. I probably sound like I didn't care that he'd lost a kid and I didn't mean for it to sound that way. It's his son died of cancer. So they had time to be there, spend time with him, tell him about my son died because of the very man that I was talking to. Your son was a thousand times better than that roach son he had, by the way. A thousand times. Do you think Joe Biden's son ever did a fracking push-up? Do you think he was ever subjected to the same treatment in the barracks that all of the non-senator sons were? Of course not. This is a mafia of clout. It's like the Democrats scourge on the municipal uh, in Chicago that work for the street department. If you're connected 
to Eddie Burke or Mike Madigan, you know how you could recognize them, right? Those are the son-of-a-guns with stretch marks on their ears, the fat pigs. It's all the other ones that have to work, just like in the military. So your son's a thousand times better. The sad part is he's also dead because of the actions of Joe Biden. I think this is another one, isn't it, Honey Bunny? That's not the same woman. Of course, there were 13 of them. Shanna Chapel wants you to hear her grief, but also her rage that one year after the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, she feels forgotten. Because the withdrawal was a complete failure, doesn't look good for the administration, so they wanted the disastrous pullout forgotten about, and they wanted the 13 that were killed to be forgotten about, mainly because they were so young. Of course they do, and they will be forgotten about, because the idiots that support this mafia don't care about anything except what they can get. That's all they care about, because they care about this story that broke yesterday. We have some breaking news out of Syria. Officials tell CBS News that a small number of U.S. forces have suffered minor injuries after taking rocket fire from suspected Iranian-backed groups. The U.S. responded, killing at least two of the attackers and taking out vehicles from an Apache helicopter. Now, you don't know if a lick of that is true. Because one thing's for certain, this government has been lying to us since Peter Fonda was riding motorcycles. That's exactly what's been going on here. So you have no idea what's true. What is true is that we occupy one-third of Syria. We are fighting a war for the inbred Saudis with Yemen. Nobody knows why. We got 700 troops we sent to Somalia three months ago and another 1,000 that they don't want to talk about. And nobody knows why. So times that mother plus an untold amount. Because this government is redacting the information as if it was a, 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 a warrant for the Trump administration. It's the same thing. And I personally am getting sick and tired of the lies. So this imbecile, this corrupt Marxist pig may not have respect for you. But I have contempt for him and everybody who supports the Democrat mafia. Every single one of you deadbeat roaches. And that's why I'm going to tell you what. We are going to win again. And we're going to win again because people like this. That is an agenda that is trying to make the conservative part of the country second-class citizens. They want to make sure that they can ensconce themselves in power. And they will use that power to the detriment of people that think like us. You think about how they're trying to do it, not just through government, but through the private sector with concepts such as ESG. That's why when you hear the market excuses, these are some of the reasons why. And that's the only governor, in my opinion, the only politician that can, can change it. And everyone says Trump, and I like Trump. Let's find the greatest foreign policy president in the history of the country. I'll say that. And some great policies. But when it comes to fighting off tyranny, Marxism, and mafia, I'm going to take my guy. Well, I think the interesting thing over the last couple years is you had people that kept wanting to lock people down. I was one of the few in this country that lifted people up. We protected people's freedoms, jobs, businesses. We made sure kids could be in, in school. And we liberated 22 million Floridians from local mandates and restrictions. We protected them against vax mandates so that they could keep working without having that. And I would note, you go back to the summer of 2020, I got a letter from every Democrat member of the U.S. House saying you need to shut down Florida in July of 2020. If we had done that, what they had wanted to do, 
this state would be in the toilet right now. We made the right decision by keeping the state open. So I think... By the way, he's too modest in the face of what he did. He did it, not we. He did it. He had the courage to stay in the pocket and say, this is America, and we will not bend knee to your incompetent, corrupt fascism. This is what I was hoping Donald Trump would do. He didn't. But now, next time around, this is the real deal now. You've got a government, you've got an entire Democrat mafia that tells you they have contempt for you. And you will not be safe. The economy will not be better, property rights will not be stronger, and freedom will not exist until every one of them is out of office. It's that simple. You know who knows that? Somebody who fled communism. Adam, Poland. Hi, Adam. Hi, Mr. Thompson. How are you? I am trying to be excellent, but it's not easy. You know what? Every day I'm driving home... And I'm opening the radio, and I'm hoping you're still on. Because, uh, you know, these people are unbelievable. They don't have a morals. And you know what? From my own experience with communists, my father-in-law was put in the jail because he was bad-mouthing our friend Russia. Yes. And he was, I would say, not as, as harsh as you. But you are saying the truth. We need the people like you in this country because I don't know what's happened with the education, the educated people in this country, how they can see this, what is going on. They didn't, and I hope, they hope didn't, you will be on the radio for a long time. Oh, you made my night. And by the way, if I'm not, you, be careful. you, you run. Oh, don't worry about me. We'll be okay. But here's the other thing, Adam, you have to know. The education system in this country doesn't teach knowledge. Because if it did, these people would be having the arguments I have. It doesn't teach history, because if it did, they'd be having the arguments. It teaches a false sense of entitlement and elitism. That's what it does. And that's why they take care of their own, just like the Politburo, just like the, the upper echelon of all communist countries. These are the communists Mr. in this Thompson, country. Yeah. I call this modified communists. There are two modifications. One, one is not owning means of production. Another one is don't educate the people. I agree with These you. are two modifications from original communists in Poland, but this is communist. And hey. the magic word for them is control. I love it. Adam, although I am a capitalist. Thank cap- you very much. No, no, no. Nice don't, don't, ha- don't hang up. Don't hang up because I'm a capitalist, but I also do practice socialism with my friends and family, and you just made the list. You get a shirt. We'll be back with your calls and comments. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560, The Answer. They're going to go to the same bull dung, same emergencies. I have a senator, Senator Numbnuts. He's talking about keeping another emergency power. They got you right where they want you. It was all started with the COVID that they created. That's not a conspiracy theory. They're just going to redact the information. By the way, uh, Macbeth, the lovely Macbeth, printed out this warrant, the sealed search warrant. It's 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 actually a punchline. There's two pages without redaction. That's it. The entire rest of the, what is it, 65 pages, Macbeth? 65 pages, all redacted. Are you out of your fracking mind? First of all, the whole thing is clearly an intimidation, witch hunt, extortion factor. That's what it is. This imbecile does not have the gravitas to explain it. 
I'm going to let you listen to something that you should be ashamed that, that you should be aware of. And this is why you stay away from Democrats. You think it's this feeble moron? It's an entire cabal of characters. I, I think this is above and beyond where everybody thought anything would go. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 now, in the meantime, he points to another reporter. Now he apologizes to his 30-something-year-old handler. Why? Why would he apologize? He's the president. Of course, he's not really a president. I, I, I took control. I shouldn't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Go ahead. You tell me. we're going to go ahead and um, have the rest of the conversation um, close. Now she turns the lights off. I took control. I wasn't supposed to do that. You take control. And she turns the lights off with reporters around. What exactly is going on here? And why are we putting up with it? We'll let the Justice Department determine that. We'll see what happens. He's asked about the warrant. We'll let the Justice Department determine that. You're not letting your cabal of corrupt Marxist mafia members are directing. There are no grounds. Whether you like it or not, he was and should be and won again as president. There's nothing that he can't see, you moron. You, on the other hand, shouldn't see anything that's confidential. Shouldn't go near any decisions. After all, today's the day you're responsible for another 13 innocent soldiers that you murdered directly, directly through your incompetence and your own corruption. Taliban, in the meantime, they're enjoying all the equipment, you stupid idiot. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. is somebody who has been putting up a fight against the mafia for quite a while now. He is renowned as a scholar, a speaker, an author, over 20 books, YouTube channel, over 760,000 subscribers. He also is putting up a fight with a new documentary, The Return of the American Patriot. He's Dr. Steve Turley, or as he's known to me as Steve-O. Steve-O, how are you? I'm great, Sean. How you doing? Actually, I was in your neck of the woods uh, a couple of weeks back, dropping my daughter off to college. I enjoyed oh, Chicago no. very much. Yeah, no, 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 no. Where'd you drop her off? Because we got to keep an uh, eye North- on this. Well, she's uh, in Northwestern Law School. All right, we got to keep an eye on this kid now because it's a very dangerous area. Oh, I tell me about it. Do not dress in distinctive <laughs> gang colors and stay out of the South. <laughs> That's right. That's yes. that's what I said. I uh, when she first told me she was doing this, I was like, "Wait a minute, you're going to Beetlejuice's city." I don't know about this, but yes, 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 uh. it's quite risque. But anyway, I am more interested in how you're going to save the country because I've already decided that Illinois is somewhere that cannot be saved. They like their corruption. They like it thick, and they like it juicy. So let's move on and save the rest of the country that doesn't deserve to have the Democrat little short in the pants mafia ruin everything. So let's hope that this works. 
And I understand your new documentary takes it on at the focus point, how they have managed to gain a foothold. And really, I, I have to tell you, Steve, I'm still shocked and, and really sh- I can't get over what happened with this dimwit stealing the election and how he got away with it and how these Democrats run everything. I, and, and, you know, you, you realize you're a hostage and this isn't a republic. This isn't anything resembling what we're promised. And we basically are at the whim of whatever fascist is in charge. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And, I, you know, I've been taking a lot of solace in many respects and going back and reading uh, people like Václav Havel, Václav Benda, the, uh, the, Czech, the old Czechoslovakia during yeah. the Soviet you know, era, and their, um, their passion for building what they called a parallel police, which you're very Ex- much a part of. You oh, know? exactly. And you want to know what's funny is that I also, I also went back, and there's a guy that was born in a gulag, and uh, his name is Khan. And he's got a new, uh, he was just on, um, I forgot where I saw him, it's called the Wrath of Khan. And this is how, he, this is how you survived in the Soviet Union. It's the same yeah, ideology, yeah. and it's interesting. Yeah. You have to do it now. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I saw the same headline. Rathakai. I took a look at. It. I was like, "Whoa, this is cool." It is. It's a, I, I have a very good friend, um, uh, an expat uh, from Moscow, uh, Russia. He's, he's a big, you know, he's a Tea Party guy and all, and and big Trump guy. And and he looked at me and he smiled and and uh, and he said, "You know, for us, this is this is act." too. We've already done this before, so we know how to handle this. And the, the, good, the good news is it doesn't last. That's the lesson of uh, Eastern Europe. It's the lesson of Soviet Russia. I mean, they, they fell apart. And, um, and now it's so funny, the most based countries on the planet are Hungary, Poland, you know, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're pushing back against this woke leftism like no one else. You know what's interesting to me is that only in these Democrat sewers like Chicago, only in these Democrat sewers, New York, New Jersey, these little hubs, does this level of corruption get tolerated by the by the citizens writ large. Here we are. Here we are with the with absolutely an asset to the Chinese Communist Party, an asset to Ihor Kolomoisky, who pretends to be Ukraine. This is a guy who's bought and sold like a $2 whore on a, in a $5 world. I can't tolerate it anymore, and nobody really wants to look into it. And now what I have a guarantee from his speech today, where he openly admits, I have no respect for the MAGA people, is that we, yeah, will, we right. will be intimidated, we will be extorted, and we will be uh, persecuted for our beliefs. Right. Right. Yeah, I think the sad part of what you're seeing in Chicago, where I spent a lot of time in Baltimore and, and the like, is it's, it's, a, it's the same kind of phenomenon that kept the Soviet Union alive for probably 20 more years than it needed to be. And it's this bizarre phenomenon where people know it's a lie, but they can't conceive of anything other than what they have. So there's, there's citizens of these cities, these, these metropolitan, cosmopolitan cities, they, they can't, they know it's not working, but they've been so conditioned, they've been so grained to think that any other alternative is infinitely worse. Um, so they're taught, you know, if you go with the Republicans and you're voting for these racists who want to bring Jim Crow back, you know, and or if you if you go in this direction, you're bringing back people or these radical patriarchs that are going to send women back into the kitchen. They can't 
what the left has been genius, well, because they're Marxists, what Marxists are genius yes. at doing is not allowing for any dissent. They think in totalizing categories. They teach you to think in totalizing categories. And that's why you have these woke nuts just having these temper tantrums on uh, college campuses and, you know, and these, uh, these very strange kind of uh, demonstrations that are, are weird, almost like uh, religious rituals where they're carrying around these icons and these images and they have these chants that they say and uh, the almost strange body mutilation and the like. And they just can't, they, there is no ability to be able to discuss reasonably anything with them outside of their woke categories because anything outside of the woke category by definition is evil. You know, Steve, the, the, the one blessing, the one silver lining, is that it's open and notorious now, the contempt. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a, a situation where we need a national divorce. I'm dead serious about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I partook in it, and I try to come on here every day, and I try to tell my fellow Chicagoans, it's better when you leave, it's better to be in a place that shares your intellectual appreciation for the Enlightenment, which is all Americanism right. is. Right. And they will not allow their citizens to be bullied, intimidated, and coerced as they will in these Democrat corrupt states. So right. I think we're at that point, and I'm, you know, I did not see the whole documentary. I watched the preview, and I love what I'm hearing so far. What is the conclusion you can come to? Because the reality is this. Freedom can never get along with tyranny. It just can't. Right. There's right. no compromising with cancer. It's right. either there and metastasizing or it's not. What do we right. do? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did, we did uh, produce a documentary called The Return of the American Patriot, uh, The Rise of Pennsylvania. And we focused in on Pennsylvania sort of a microcosm of this resurgence of patriotism going on, not just even in our own country, but going on all over the world, like I mentioned, for example, in Poland and Hungary. And so it's, just, it's a story of how ordinary Americans who've never before been involved in politics, rose up and mobilized to successfully take on unconstitutional COVID mandates, election integrity issues, woke school boards and the like, all across their state. It's a very inspirational story of, of you know, the people, really, you know, we the people effectively rising up and pushing back against the permanent political class. And so the story climaxes with, the, with, uh, with Mastriano, Doug Mastriano, getting the Republican nomination. We have to understand uh, Pennsylvania is one of the most rhino-infested states uh, in the nation. Yeah. It's, uh, in many ways, it makes Arizona look conservative, uh, you know, the McCain machine look con- conservative by comparison, or the Cheney machine in Wyoming. And what uh, Mastriano effectively did is he basically crushed the powers that be, the rhino powers that be, all of whom, by the way, uh, have, uh, have abandoned him and have endorsed the Democrat, Josh Shapiro, who's as radical as Biden is. So it shows you how this, how this uniparty works outside of Washington, D.C. And what's so amazing is with virtually no financial support, with no party support or anything, very similar to what happened with Trump in 2016, uh, Mastriano is neck and neck with Shapiro in the polls. He's got all the energy. The, uh, the, the patriot momentum has absolutely stormed the Republican Party in Pennsylvania. And it's, it's a story that's getting repeated with J.D. Vance 
in Ohio and Cary Lake out in um, Arizona and Blake Masters and the like, and exactly what we just saw with uh, Harriet uh, Hageman out in, in Wyoming. Uh, patriots are, are, are coming and they're taking over the party in mass. And the key, the, the symbol for them in many respects at that state level is someone like a Ron DeSantis who is now clamping down. I don't know if you saw this, Sean. He just, he just booted, I think, four um, uh, school board uh, members who were just radically woke and refusing to comply by his state order what? to not implement any CRT or transgender nonsense in Steve, kindergarten. And the lo- I, I, I moved down to Florida, right, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I, I go to this because I own a cigar store in Illinois that I'm, I'm getting out of, but I, I, and I go to another cigar store, and they're all guys from yeah. the yeah. East Coast, from yeah. Illinois, from Midwest, from Chicago, and they update me constantly when I'm out of town and I'm in Chicago now. And, uh, you know, they're like, he's, he's doing it again, he's doing it again. And the support that he has of the people yeah. is something that really makes you feel good about it. I want the rest of us to feel good about it. And, yeah. you know, these, these areas, listen, and you know this, Steve, come on, you've been around the block 100 years. The, the reality is when you're in these sewers, that were that are that are open about their they call it clout in Chicago, but their their corruption. I don't have any any faith in the voting system. None. Right, Come on, right. they, there's no way. I'm sorry, 81 million people did not vote for this dimwit in diapers. <laughs> Didn't happen. I'm not gonna buy it. I don't give a rip what they say. And the other thing is this: I don't tolerate them. I don't get along with them. I'm more interested in taking the good states that are nice, that want to run on the rule of law, want to appreciate the Enlightenment, and you take these hellholes that you've destroyed and go about your merry way, you morons. I don't really care what you do. I'll wait 20 years and buy it back at a third the cost like every bankruptcy. Right. Right. No, I'm with you. I mean, I, my namesake, Jonathan Turley, who who himself uh, graduated from Northwestern, is now, you know, a big Fox News yeah. correspondent, uh, professor of law over at George Washington University. Uh, he wrote a fascinating article saying, you know, uh, and he's a constitutional libertarian. He's, you know, he's kind of, he sees and tries to make himself above the fray. He's come out and said, red states have to create a NATO-like alliance. So when when blue states start threatening, you know, Texas or or Indiana when they pass their um, their pro life uh, laws and ban abortions from their uh, from their uh, state boundaries, which they have now every right to do, thank God for our five uh, justice majority there. Um, what uh, what Turley's saying is he's saying, you know. All red states, all conservative yes. states need to band together, and the moment any blue state, like Gruesome Newsom, tries to uh, punish Indiana by saying, okay, well, we're not going to allow any more California businesses to do business with you or any kind of, any kind of public transportation or, you know, any kind of public travel by a government official is not going to be able to come out to you. All red states should come against and say that Article 5 triggered, boom, you're going to take on Indiana, you take on all of us. We all boycott you. And look, that's the only way if we stick together with our common values, our common respect to the Constitution, faith, family, and freedom. There's, we're going to have to do that. Well, we're not- all going to, red states are going to have to band together 
Blue states are going to go the way. Look, they're all falling apart. They're demographically falling apart. Everyone who's anyone is moving to red states right now. And then, ironically, we have data to show they're voting red. They're getting Florida's gotten more red. Oh, yeah, I Texas know. is getting more red. That's the beauty of it. And here's the other thing: um, we the, the system is set up to protect that. You know, we we, right, we right. banty around the word nuclear like I've never even heard, and I lived through the Cold War. But nobody wants to say the word that I want to say, which is secession. It is yeah. time. And if we do it now, we can avoid an actual violent war. The the, right. the paperwork is there, so we never have to go to war. This isn't about violence, and I have no—I, I, unlike the Democrats, do not want to kill my fellow American. What I right. want to do is let them live among their decisions. This is how you handle a no-good roach in your family. You cut them right. off, and you get them the hell out of the neighborhood. I want to do the same thing, only this time I'm willing to go. You could have this sewer. I know Northwestern is still nice, but believe me, brother, I grew up here. This is a sewer now. And what, yeah, you, yeah. You, know, what you want to do is just say, go about your merry way. And you could have your single payer and you could have this. We'll incentivize the provider and we'll charge no taxes except a flat tax for every single citizen, regardless of his color or his genitalia. Everybody gets the same deal. It'll be like Russia, 13%, which is, by the way, right. a phenomenal income tax. Right, right. That's right. Or hungry, you know, and trying to uh, encourage more children to deal with their um, to deal with their imploding uh, demography. Well, nobody cheats four- on your taxes. If you pay thirteen percent, here you go. I'm not. You know, who cares? I don't have to fill out anything. And every year, these Republicans run on the same BS, the same thing. You yeah, fill it out on our card. Uniparty. It's uniparty crap. It's I, exactly. I can't well, take it. And and that you know that goes really to your point. I've got to say, and why I think Mastriano is doing so well with this documentary. We pointed out people, uh, the courage is contagious. People love leaders who are now ready to fight. That's why they love DeSantis. That's why they love Blake Master, Kerry Lake, J.D. Vance. They love leaders who are willing to fight. And what they found so disgusting, so utterly disgusting about rhinos and the establishment Republican, the McConnells and so forth, is it's not only they're not willing to fight, not only do they come across as cowards, but when all is said and done, they defend the very deep state establishment that ends up fighting against their own constituents. And that's where people have said enough. And, and there is, for lack of a better term, there is a kind of sanctuary state mentality that's opening up among red states that say, you know, in effect, we may not be... Um, formally seceded from one another, but we're sure going to act and live as if we've been practically seceded from one another. Well, you know, I, here's the, the thing I have to recognize. Today was a scary day because you have a dementia patient who's president, but openly admits that for anybody who does not ideologically agree with him, he has no respect for. And no right. respect is the is the next step of violence. There's no question about it. You know, this has been my argument for years. When a president doesn't respect citizens, he can unleash the military. It's happened here before. You could have right. all the arguments you want. But the idea that any president said military kill them is insane and unconstitutional and the rest of it. But it could very well happen again, especially when you've got the welfare roaches and everybody in the mafia making money hand over fist, funded by the rest of us. They need to keep us in line. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, then, uh, and again, when you have this totalizing perspective where you don't allow for any dissent, I mean, it's a, it, Jordan Peterson calls it a crippled religion. That's what wokeism basically is. Yeah. 
it's a crippled religion, and you know every religion has a form of excommunication, well, <laughs> and so yeah. that's exact. That's what cancel culture is, and yeah, I think what you're saying is just the logical outworking. Well, Steve, maybe culture. we'll get lucky; they'll get their single payer health care and all die because all these countries <laughs> that have it seem to suck. Not very good to live in. I hope they visit Cuba, where you have to bring your own sheets and aspirin. But don't worry, <laughs> it's on the states. Have a good time. Listen, I love you. I love what you do. Keep it up, and uh, make sure this hits your YouTube channel. Come on, now. I want some of those followers. He is Dr. Hey, can I get, Sean, can I give the, uh, the website for the people can check it out? Absolutely. It's uh, the return of the American Patriot.com. It's a, there's a pre-sale going on now. Uh, it's going to be released in mid-September for everyone to be able to see. Very much like Uncle Tom, too, is going on right now, which is so cool. I know you're involved with that. So yeah. it's uh, yeah, we're we're pushing out lots of awesome movies to inspire everybody. It's the return of the American Patriot dot com. Check it out. Steve, whatever I could do to help, I mean it. You let me know. Y'all, thanks so much, Sean. So appreciate it. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. Tyranny under the cover of Utopia. 95% of all IRS audits are on people who make under $400,000 a year. The only thing that will change now is they will only be Republicans. That's the kind of government you're dealing with. A roach-infested mafia. Not American politics. These are gangster government Officials, and you better strap on. Easy, not the Pete Buttigieg. Craig Mount Greenwood. John, thanks for taking my call, and and thank you for always having like a lot of information and putting your heart into taking and doing what you do. Oh, Appreciate I love it. it a thank lot. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I'll do it. I do it for free. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, I'll tell you. It's yeah. very, very helpful. Right. Now, listen. Um, every time I see the news or the, or a movie or something like that, where they're Basically, the police are conducting a raid on somebody's house, some criminal's house. They got it all figured out, like what they're going in there for. They run, they go, go in there, they get it, they come out. They can tell you everything about it immediately after the raid. We got this, we got that, this is what they had, all the stuff. Here is a pre- president of the United States, not some criminal, and they can get away with basically just going and running in there and not telling anybody any damn thing and going in there like ransacking his house and everything like that. Well, crap. There's got to be something. Craig, he is a, he, if you, according to the Democrat mafia, he is a criminal. After all, he almost broke apart every one of their big scams. He's an absolute criminal, and he's an enemy of the mafia. And that's all this is. My favorite part about these documents is they pretend as if they were in danger. Are they unaware he had the Secret Service outside Mar-a-Lago? The idiots? Because facts don't matter. These are mafia members. They didn't matter in the, with the KGB and the Politburo, and they don't matter here. All right, it's a short segment, but when I get back, I am going to take all of you. Mitchell, you'll be first. 312-642-5600. And communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, before I go to the lines, on CNN today, right now, Wolf Blitzer, and yes... Wolf Blitzer is still alive. Wolf Blitzer has on, did Merrick Garland outmaneuver Trump? This isn't about maneuvering, you moron. 
I mean, how smart could he be? Names their kid Wolf, except for somebody in the Third Reich. Talk about Hugo Boss suits. So Wolf doesn't understand, as an American citizen, the government can't pick you out and persecute you because of your beliefs, even if you're an ex-president that you didn't like. This is a violation of Donald Trump's civil rights. Not to mention a misappropriation of law. But that's what you get when you get a Democrat mafia-run government. This is what they do. It's like Cicero and uh, in the 60s when there was a Republican. This is what they did. This is what they did in the sewer of Chicago for 100 years as the Democrat mafia ruled over it, the short-in-the-pants mafia from the Irish guys. This is what they still do to this day. Now they're doing it with the government, and they're going after an ex-president. So if you don't think, the good news is Trump has an army of attorneys. Billions of dollars to fight it. What if you're just like a gym rat in New Jersey? What did even COVID look like in a Democrat sewer? I know. The Belmar police were instructed not to let us into the building on Monday morning. So Frank and I chained ourselves in on Sunday night. Governor Murphy saw that because it went viral. And 15 minutes later, the county prosecutor's office called the police department and said, if you do not close them down, we are going to furlough the entire department without pay. Then they went after the people who were leaving the gym. Cops were following to their car, writing citations. Governor Murphy uses a judge named Judge Robert Lugie. In the state of New Jersey, we do not have elected judges. Judge Robert Lugie put a court order for us to shut down. They came in the middle the night and they changed the locks on our business. We started getting fined 15000 per day. Again, we are a gym that charges people $30 a month and at the time wasn't even charging people. They took $172,000 from our bank account in the middle of ongoing litigation. They stripped us. They can do anything. You know, if you've never felt the wrath of what government can do, I can, I'm here to tell you, you don't stand a chance. I took this little battle on, got in an argument with somebody, told them what to do. Have his sister come over to the house the whole nine yards. Next thing I know, assets frozen. This is how it really works. So you can have all the money in the world. When they're after you, they're after you. This is the kind of this is the kind of gangster government we're facing. And you've got a guy sitting there that openly admits. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. So now all bets are off. Everyone's worried about Trump. That's great. He can handle it. I'm worried about Craig. I'm worried about Laura. I'm worried about the listeners. Who cannot handle it because what this government is, is open in its absolute total fascism. And they've got there because we keep calling them liberals. These people are not liberals. These people are bald-faced lying frauds. We've done all this, but then our critics say inflation. You mean the global inflation caused by the worldwide pandemic and Putin's war in Ukraine? It's WW Putin. It's everybody's fault. The people who support them are in on the scam. Their pensions aren't based on the stock market or 401k or return on investment. They're based on an organized syndicate deal where nothing matters. You're going to pay them and they could tax you to do it. The people who don't have those and just the welfare roaches, all they got to do is give them a little something for nothing. And we all know how that looks, right? Another $391 today. Oh, good for you. Mitchell displains. Uh, first of all, keep in mind that sloppy Joe Biden, you're talking about the Afghanistan, the Taliban conflict, you know, recently, about a year ago, uh-huh. the 13 soldiers that died. Two weeks before that actual invasion, he says in a press conference, and I quote, the Afghanistan army is tough as nails. And what happens? The prime minister of Afghanistan leaves the country faster than Batista did in Cuba, okay, because he saw the wrath. And why the CIA and the, the CIA and the mafia were backing both Batista and Castro 
when it came to Afghanistan, they knew the fix was in. The $84 billion, that was part of the deal, Sean. Oh, yeah. Because they could sell in the free market. Mitchell, just like the 70% of the weapons that are supposed to go to Ukraine and how they're disappearing through the corruption exactly. both within NATO and our, our organized real, the think tank of this syndicate, the CIA, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But, you know, this is another reason they have to go after Trump. Do you remember what Trump said about Ukraine? Does anybody remember what he said about arguably the most corrupt government, the one that was involved in a civil war with its own people, killing its own citizens? Well, I'll tell you how I feel about Ukraine. I think Ukraine's a wonderful place. I think that it's, uh, I've been there, and I think it's great. But Germany and all these countries should be doing something. Why is it always us? What do we have to do with Ukraine? It's wonderful. We have NATO. We're going to work with it. We're going to do it. But why isn't Germany? They're massively wealthy. They're sending us a Mercedes-Benz a second, okay? Why isn't Germany this great economic behemoth? Why aren't they saying... We want, why is it always the United States that has to go and be the policeman of the world? Again, John, we're now up to $19 trillion in debt. We oh, don't know what only. we're doing. We're getting clobbered by everybody. We don't have victories anymore. You know what? I'm all for helping the Ukrainians, but we shouldn't be the lead. The European countries should be the lead. You know who that sounds like? It sounds like every Democrat running for office for the last 35 years. And by the way, that's the proper position. Absolutely unequivocally. But that's you, how the Democrat voter used to be. Now, here you are. You have this fraud of a man, this feeble fascist, this dimwit in chief who sits on top of five hotspots right now from Syria, Somalia, Yemen, picket, Ukraine and the rest of it. And they shut their mouth. You know why? There's something in it for them. And now the loyal slave will will cheer for the master. And that's what you're seeing now. So the information about corruption, it doesn't matter. As a Fox News digital review shows, at least 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates met with then-Vice President Biden, ranging from Mexican billionaires to a former Colombian president to Ukrainian and Russian energy executives. Yet Biden consistently denies it. It's proven wrong. He's a proven asset, proven fraud. There's another thing, though. I couldn't help but notice the connection. Mexican billionaires, Ukrainian oligarchs, Chinese government. And what's the biggest problem now attacking America? I mean, aside from the bankruptcy, what else is happening? So we're losing. We're weaker. Our currency is weaker. We have massive inflation, even though Barat Ramatu, whatever the hell his name is, doesn't want to admit it. This is the position. You think it's an accident? I don't think it is especially when you factor in exactly what's going on on our southern border, exactly what's attacking our own society. A rash of rainbow-colored fentanyl pills being seized by Customs and Border Protection agents in what they're calling a new trend. Fox 5 Chief Legal Correspondent Katie Barlow right now in the newsroom with more on how the Border Patrol is working to keep these drugs out of the country. Well, Jim, Marina, the drugs seized this week look like children's candy. When we spoke with CB... Killing... 100,000 Americans. Now it looks like candy to entice kids. Our Border Patrol may stop it. Our good our good law enforcement agencies may arrest the people. But who makes it possible? Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the greatest asset to cartels. The greatest asset to the country that produces the fentanyl. China, same country that bribed him. Joe Biden is a traitor who's delivering on his corruption. This is what it looks like. And by the way, it's just getting started.
Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. So you're either stupid or you're corrupt. That's how you explain yourself being a Democrat voting for this piece of dung. Traitor. Dave Libertyville. Hey, Sean. Uh, Thanks for keeping me aggravated. And, you know, I heard you. You know, I hear your uh, ads from Mike Lindell. Sure. And what, all the big box stores, are, their stocks are now sketchy. How much money did he make those people before they threw them under the bus? Well, we'll know in his audit. But if you look at the, the plan to go after Mike Lindell, it was really multifaceted. In fact, there were also pop-up companies by Democrat donors to mimic Mike Lindell's products, which is really smart. Right. I mean, he he cleared the field. You bring in your guy. You you also take him away from the opportunity to sell it. You just put somebody else's name on the shelf and the people come through the old stores and the rest of them and they buy them. And it's not it's it's not they don't do things because they're stupid. They do them because they're corrupt. They let you pretend that businesses are yours until they take them away from you. They let you pretend the money's yours until they create a new way to tax you, take it away from you. So this is really well, a diabolical more. backdoor nationalization of American economy and American people. I'll buy more from Mike Lindell. I agree. That's the answer. Thank you, Dave. Well, you still can. Don't worry. We're all going to hit that audit list anyway because you're not in on the mafia. If you're listening to this show, first of all, if you are, I don't let you listen. And I give you my address where I'll be. I tell you where my car is parked, the white non-union-made luxury sedan in the lot. I'll meet you there any day of the week because I'm not afraid of you. I know what you are, and you're nothing without the power of government. You're nothing but a roach. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Now our staff, McBeth, sitting in, picks 51 for the under-over Summer of Joy weekend shootings. I'm going to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. It's true. Honey Bunny did the weather report. She checked with side saddle skilling. She believes there's going to be rain. She picked low. I'm going to go high. 62. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's big. Big number. Yeah, that's over. But it's the summer of joy. It's going to go out with a real bang. Double entendre intended. So a friend of mine goes, you know, how do they keep getting roaches? How do they keep doing it? Why do they keep supporting it? First of all, the idea of something for nothing is enticing to many people, but there's also another thing. More Americans are on a multitude of different drugs, a multitude of different drugs. Kids, generations now are being told on their little immature brains, first of all, this is an option, socialism, but the other thing is, go ahead and get yourself high. Here's an interesting clip. New evidence that the times, as well as people's smoking habits, are a changing. A new study funded by the National Institutes of Health shows the use of marijuana and hallucinogens among young people, people between 19 and 30, are at all-time highs. This comes as, for the first time ever, more people say they used weed than tobacco cigarettes. CNN's Harry Enten, who usually keeps his eye on politics, has been inhaling some different kinds of numbers today. Uh, Harry, what'd you find? Oh, my God. If I can get through this segment without laughing, it will, it will be a miracle. Look, uh, have you smoked or ever tried marijuana? Currently, look at this. 16% of Americans say yes. That is an all-time high. 
You know, we also have this ever-tried marijuana uh, part of the screen. And I want to note, back in October of 1969, just 4% of Americans said they ever tried marijuana. So we've been seeing this continuous uptrend. And you can see ever-tried now up to 48%. Now, what's really interesting to me is, have you smoked cigarettes in the last week? The trend is going in the exact opposite direction, Jake. So now, just 11% of Americans say they have, in fact, smoked cigarettes in the last week. That's an all-time low. Go back to July of 69. Look at that. It was nearly half the population at 40%. So marijuana smoking, record high. Smoking cigarettes, record low. Russia, you couldn't get food when it was the Soviet Union. Lines for bread. Apparently, they only had one color they made clothes out of, dove gray. Couldn't find a shirt of any pastel colors. You know what you could always find in Russia? Vodka. Oh, yes. They needed their people intoxicated. They needed them drugged. They needed them doped down. They needed them corrupted. We are following that footprint. Joe Biden is the perfect drug dealer, perfect deliverer of mayhem, perfect asset of the communist, Marxist, corrupt oligarch-run countries. That's why we're giving money to Ukraine. It certainly isn't because of Rutin Toot Putin. After all, has anybody talked to him? I mean, what's his beef? Was it the biolabs? Might have been. Was it NATO and the corruption? Enriching Weapon salesmen throughout the world, corrupt, building oligarchs, might have been, would explain so much, yet nobody wants to talk to him. Why would they? We've got the best gangster of them all. These other ones are just small timers. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. Interesting. I do love how obvious, how open, how notorious the Marxist mafia really is in the year 2022. See, everyone tells me, oh, you're, you're, you're against unions, and you misunderstand. I like when uh, people make money. I'm all fine with that. But recognize what unions are. They're created by two-bit gangsters. They've managed to extort both the company and the worker. And they've carved out hundreds of billions of dollars for themselves. And they drive around like two-bit gangsters. That's why business agents all have those love handles on their ears, all drive around like they're men, and all extort workers, primarily the workers. Uh, I think this week was telling to see it's not just in the concrete business, in the bricklayers, in the trucking. It's among educators. I did contact the Chicago Teachers Union. I invited uh, them to have a representative uh, come on and, and, and talk about these issues. Um, when I mentioned your group, uh, Mr. Dabrowski, wirepoints.org, um, a, uh, a, a person who speaks for the union uh, said uh, that uh, on the record, um, I could uh, say their response was F wirepoints. So- That's why. When you watch the news in Chicago, not a citizen can say the word ask. That's why these kids are creating mayhem and chaos. They are the product of the Chicago Teachers Union. And you just got a glimpse of what kind of fat-ass wannabe gangster makes up the Teachers Union. I do miss Karen Lewis, although she did find a diet eventually that worked. Ted Dabrowski, 
When I heard this clip, I had to get you on, kid. How are you? I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks for having us on. Well, what you exposed is that how just what a scam it is. The school has an occupancy of 1,255, yet there's only 55. But the taxpayers are being billed as if it's 1,255. It doesn't matter how many kids show up. The money laundering scheme of the teachers' union and property taxes continues. I, I find that to be unbelievable. Yeah, they, they didn't like when we reported that, you know, we, we looked at how empty the, the whole system is. There's one-third of the... The, the traditional schools at CPS are less than 50% full. Think about that. So you got a bunch of empty schools, and within that, you've got 20 schools that in particular are less than 25% full. Some of them are, you know, have, like you said, 1,300 capacity, and yet they've only got 64 kids in the seats. Um, and some of them have almost about the same number of employees, so it's almost a one-to-one ratio in a couple of those schools. So how dare and, you uh, expose the money fraud that they, the, the yeah. public school system is? It's a money fraud. But, but, Sean, it's worse than that because the kids that were there, only 2% of them could read at grade level. So it's, it's much more than a money fraud. It's, it's a disaster. They're trapping kids in empty, failing schools. When you hear these people who make up these teachers' union, when you see, take a glimpse at the teachers themselves, it's not shocking to me that they can't read. I don't think the teachers can. And I'm dead serious about this. I always thought Karen Lewis was a moron. Every time she opened her mouth, proved to be a moron. Sharky is a buffoon. He may be able to read it, but it's only because he grew up with a trust fund. I'm sick and tired of pretending that they're, they're delivering a product because they are, in fact, capable. What they've done is skew and bastardize the teacher licensing system, where it, doesn't, where it really only works to keep in the, Sof, the Soviets, socialists, and that's who they promote through their ranks. I want the entire thing ripped down, and I want the people to get their tax money back because it's not their obligation to educate these delinquents anyway. What do you think of that? Well, when you look at the whole system, Sean, you know, of, of course, there's some great magnet schools where the kids really perform, but that's that's a, a different setup. It's not the traditional school. But if you look at the results across the board, they're so they're so dismal, so sad. And uh, and when you see that they just promote these kids automatically, they can't read in the third grade. Well, guess what? It doesn't matter. They go to the fourth, of course. and then they can't read. They go to the fifth. There's no obligation to ensure that these kids can read before they move on. But, Ted, why would we think anything different? After all, we were built on a country that actually believed that individuals had the right, had the opportunity, and were recognized as being different. This idea that we think of kids all the same is preposterous now, as it was when I was in grade school, as it was when this whole system started, which really isn't that long ago, considering 1978. From 1978 to now is when the Department of Education really destroyed education in this country. And if we're going to put it back, we're going to have to rip it out. Why are we still well, sticking the fork into the light socket expecting something different? Well, you know, it's very easy why we're still doing it, because this is a massive, you know, education in Illinois now spends over $38 billion. You've got people who are making lots of money. It's a system that's basically in, in many places, like, like the Decatur Public Schools, same thing. It's become a jobs program, and you've got people making really big salaries, and they're getting really big pensions. And nobody wants to upset the apple cart, and so it stays that way. And you've got the labor laws, you've got the union labor laws, the collective bargaining laws that are favoring them, not the parents. And, um, yeah, nobody wants to upset this thing because too many people are benefiting from it. And you know what's not astonishing the to me, Ted? The, 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 I don't know if they're beaten down by the corrupt Illinois Democrat mafia system. Or if people don't realize, this isn't like this in all other states. In fact, there are states that have no unions in their schools and will not allow them. 
There are states that deal symbiotic, where they have some that are union, some that are not. Not every state is run by organized crime, like Illinois, like New York and New Jersey. Do you think that enough people have moved out and abandoned it, where obviously they can't continue to fraud the numbers, and hopefully something will be done for that woman who's paying property taxes but can't afford to eat anything but dog food? Do you think that maybe this failure will promote some sort of change that's been needed for three decades? No, I, not yet. It, it will at some point. I mean, you know, Chicago Public Schools has already lost 25% of their, of their student population in the last 20 years, 100,000 down. But, you know, they, they've still got too much power. Uh, the bailouts in the federal government the last couple of years has, has kind of, you know, bought them, bought them a few more years. Uh, and that means, that, you know, they've got a moratorium. They can't close the schools we're talking about. The unions still have all those powers, and, and, and that's the problem is that as long as the unions have all the power and the ordinary residents don't, uh, it won't work. And it's just an important point, Sean, that you made. There are states like Tennessee, like Georgia, like Texas, they, it's illegal for their local governments to bargain with a teacher's union. That's how much they prioritize the taxpayer and the resident. It's illegal. Uh, you know, here it's the opposite. Our, our governments are forced to negotiate with unions over well, all kinds of stuff. Because it's it's a mafia-run state. It's clearly a syndicate. It, this is truly organized crime. It certainly isn't three Italian guys waiting for espresso talking about the Monday night game. The mafia is occupied by sloths who have absolute and total unfettered power and a monopoly on it. But it does also explain, I, I, I had a very... Uh, over the weekend, last weekend, I was very irritated with the fraud from Aurora pretending to be a Republican who uh, ran for governor and blew $50 million of somebody else's money. And I looked up the property taxes in Aurora, 4% on average of the house. Yeah. So the reality is, in, in Illinois, there is no ad valorem deal with the property owner. That's been upset, that's been bastardized, and it's been ignored. It doesn't really matter what the how we're supposed to pay on the value of our house we're paying on the obligation to the syndicate known as the teachers union and other municipal unions correct well yeah if, if you look at the pension debts alone right that's a huge driver and then of course you add in uh we have 850 school districts it's compare that to florida which has 75 so we've got this massive number of bureaucrats um, you know, a lot of these superintendents, they make 300000 350000 a year. Most of them will get seven to $10 million in lifetime pensions. Um, yeah, ordinary people have to pay for that. And guess what? They have no choice. Their only choice, if they don't want to pay it, is they have to leave leave the state. You know what's upsetting, too, to me is, is, is that I watched that, that, and these are my words, not yours, that, that buffoon, Mike Flannery, who is supposed to be a reporter. Has he was afraid to report the information that you, you, a reporter, who simply exposed obvious objective fact, was being told F you by the teacher union thug who doesn't have muscles but a big fat roll under her arm, and he was afraid to do it. I believe that's an issue. You've been combating this for as long as I've known, heard your name and heard of your organization. You've been going at this for at least... What is it? Is it two decades you've been doing this? Over a decade. Well, over a decade, yeah. And and yet, here we are where Mike Flannery, a supposed name of Chicago, a reporter, much like, as I call him, my word's not yours, the pencil neck geek Andy Shaw, let alone these political hacks, they're merely propagandists. They should have been breaking this story decades before you even started. Yet, they run cover, they promote propaganda. 
How in the world can the Chicagoan who's not in on the scam, I have to believe there's at least a few of them, ever be made well, aware yeah. of the corruption? Yeah, you know, and, and, and just to, to give credit to Mike, Mike was one of the few guys that covered this. So, you know, most, you know, forget forget the newspapers covering this, right? Forget uh, a lot of the news, the, the uh, TV stations covering it. Uh, some of the radio, of course, does cover it. The radio is much better. But you're right, most won't even touch this. You know, this is public information from the school district. It's not stuff we make up. We're just showing it. We're just exposing it. Uh, you would think that the uh, the media would grab it like crazy, but no way. I mean, it's astonishing because to me, this is national news. The head of a Chicago teachers union or a spokesperson, we don't know because Mike Flannery doesn't want to tell us, told a news organization that merely informed the people that, hey, you are being billed. And this is the other thing you have to keep in mind. The citizens of Chicago. I forget, was it Manly? Where, where was the school that had 1,200-plus? Man, uh, yeah, Man, Manly High School. Yep. You, the people, the citizens, are being billed for 1,255 students. There are only 55 there. Yet all of the salaries, all of the costs, all of the liabilities, the plumbing contract, where it's if it's not 10000 they just write the check to the, to the Guido Sarducci that pretended to be a plumber. It all happens there. And it's astonishing that this isn't national breaking news. The the tens of millions, if not billions of dollars, the citizens could save if we could get rid of this organized mafia, I think is is something that should be focused on. Hey, Sean, let me share the example of this one school called Uplift, because we, we got some new data today, or we put it out today. Uplift is a school. It's got a capacity of 700, 720 kids. Only 55 kids are in the school. It has 54 employees. So it's the same number of employees as students. Oh, uh, just 3% of those kids can read at grade level. Think about that. I'm sorry. Then, I thought you said 3%. Did you say 3%? 3%. Well, there's only 55 kids, but only 3% of them can read at grade level. And then, and then what's interesting is that not only do they have a principal that makes almost 150 grand, they have an assistant principal to make sure things are run well who makes 122 grand. Let me ask you this. Can they read? I've got $100 that says only 5% of the teachers can read. Want to tell you, you want any of that action? I'd say it's a little higher, but, uh, but I, I get your point. I mean, this, this is open, and it's notorious, and it's crime. It's organized. I don't think I'm wrong when I call it a mafia. I really don't. And the well, only I, difference I is this one comes with pensions. And it has a better uh, it has better ability to to turn over bad real estate. They don't have any bad real estate. We just keep funding it at astronomical cost. This is another thing that needs to be factored in: the maintenance and the corruption therein. To all the connected companies that all donate to the same people as the teachers union. How do you beat it, brother? Yeah, I think Sean. You know, I, I think that the bigger story. So it's just, there's certainly a money a money part in the. You know, when you when you add up all the numbers, when you take the operating cost, the capital cost, and the debt cost, it is now twenty eight thousand dollars per student there, and uh, it's expected with the drop in student population next year, the next couple of years, it'll go to thirty thousand a year. But I think the real crime, the real crime, is that we keep this school system going without giving these kids massive choices to get the hell out of it, give parents massive yeah. choices to take that money and go elsewhere because this doesn't work for the majority of families and it doesn't work for the majority of kids, even though people have gotten used to it.
Ted, I was willing to give these kids that virtue until the last couple of years when you see that these ungrateful, entitled little roaches are the very ones that are causing mayhem, breaking windows, carjacking people, shooting people. These are the same kids you're billing me $28,000 so you can pretend they can read. I'm getting sick and tired of it. But then again, I moved out. I only have a couple of real estate holdings. But I'm going to tell you what, Ted. I can't imagine people that are not in on this staying. And I can't imagine a guy like you who's so smart to, to, to recognize it and have the courage to report it, investing. I know you're not going to tell your kids to move down to the city, but I want to thank you for the people you're saving because this information is saving individual lives of those people who are not in on it but now know about it, and they and their future kids will get the hell out of here. You're saving people, and I mean that, Ted. That's how important I think you are. And I think uh, WirePoints is. So please have the courage to do it in the face of the intimidation of the mafia called Democrats. I appreciate it, Ted, very much. No, I appreciate that, Sean. You know, and, and don't forget, you know, that the unions here would love to export what they do to other states. So what we do is is, is not just Illinois-focused, although we're Illinois-focused, but, you know, we, we saw we saw how the, the red... Uh, the, the red shirts uh, of the Chicago Teachers Union, how they spread their influence to other states a few years back when you had teacher strikes everywhere. So uh, it's important to, to point out the, the fraud, the crime here, because it's, uh, it's exportable. Well, you're on Salem. Salem's got a news network. I'm going to make sure people know about it after this interview. And in the meantime, they can get the information at wirepoints.org. Ted Dabrowski, I, really, thank you for everything you do. I mean it, and the courage you, to guys. do it. You're a soldier. Thanks, thank Sean. you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, Macbeth, in order to survive in a Soviet communist nation, you have to have a vivid imagination. You have to spend a lot of time there. I spend my time within the imagination of Americanism. Freedom, what this country used to be. So in my mind, as we speak about this Marxist organization of the Chicago Teachers Union, I have it pictured that Karen Lewis is Karl Marx's gimp in his cell in hell. I think That's it's either, terrible. I know, but it's true. Bring out the gimp! There she is. Not the fat Karen Lewis, nobody liked her. After the diet kicked in. The skinny Karen Lewis. In the meantime... They've got a new fill of Marxists over at the Chicago Teachers Union, also known as the CCPS. When you have a civil unrest like this, there are three types of people in the streets. There are the protesters, there are the rioters, and there are the looters. The protesters are there because they actually care about what is happening in the community. They want to raise their voices, and they are there strictly to protest. You have the rioters who are angry, who are anarchists, who really just want to it up, and that's what they're going to do regardless. And then you have the looters, and the looters almost exclusively are just there to do that, to loot. Now, people are like, well, what did you gain? Well, what did you get from looting? I think that as long as we're focusing on the what, we're not focusing on the why. Yeah, let her near your kids. You know what they don't have in, this, in her little story, though? They don't have the Monroe's Parkers. You know, with the with the Dago T's on, the sledgehammers in their hands, the duct tape in their car. They don't have oh, them. Oh, my God. They have them in real life, though. That's why there was no looting in Elmwood Park. None in Melrose Park that I can remember, although Melrose Park has changed. A lot of us moved to Elmwood Park and uh, Melrose Park West, which is called Bloomingdale, I think, officially. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the f*** do 
do I give a about burning the football hall of fame? About- now, now, honey bunny, is this a um, teacher by any chance, or is this just some student of hers that was never taught how to speak? Do you know who this is? Oh, it's an activist on the CPS website. So let's call her a student. It does explain the articulation of her words. Better the f***ing target. You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a f***. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. Shut your mouth, you illiterate moron. Shut your mouth. Look up the Ulster Scots, dummy. Stop selling that revisionist history. Of course, you have to rewrite it to steal the future. Because if anybody looked at you today, they would see you're nothing but a piece of garbage, fraud, spewing nonsense, claiming, making claims to tyranny you didn't face, making claims to atrocities you didn't face, honey. And the people you want to pay for it didn't perpetrate. That doesn't make any difference in your Marxist world, right? You just need the nonsense You need the spew and the hatred rather than the reality of what you are. The true face of greed. You're just another roach that wants something for nothing. You remind me of somebody back in the late 1800s. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, Myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, We uh, are trained Marxists. So it doesn't really matter of your claims to revisionist history. You're more interested in your own future, which, like the real BLM movement, has a little taste of real estate speculator in it, doesn't it? They all become very big in real estate speculation after you shake down companies and get money you don't deserve, you greedy rat bastard. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM560, the answer. Chicago Teacher Union National Anthem. You know, I'm listening to this go on break and I listen and I'm thinking about this imbecile, this buffoon pretending to invoke all some sort of righteousness when the real intent is what it has been for all the Marxists, all the BLM, all the rest of them. It's enrichment. Listen to her voice. Listen, listen, listen. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the f*** do I give a s*** about burning the football hall of fame, about burning a f***ing target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a f***. This is a girl who grew up in the lap of luxury. With everything for nothing. Listen to her. She doesn't care about what happens. She's going to misuse it because you know what? Like every other whore, she just wants money. So here, tell me this, honey. What's the amount, you whore? What do you want? That's all this is really about. See, but what you can never give somebody, they don't understand the Marxists of today. The Democrat roaches who want the 10000 off their tuition, whatever it is. You're never going to get the dignity. Because you're admitting you can't do it yourself. That's something I can do. And people like me. You could take our money and you do. A progressive tax system, anybody that actually earned the living, you know, no matter how good you do next year, you got to do it again. Because the system, Karl Marx number two plank, is put there to strip the actual money away. But what you can never take from us, you could take our taxes, you could uh, threaten to audit me with new IRS agents, take it all. I'll do it again next year. You never can, 
because what you're advocating is something for nothing. You can't do that every year, whore. Everybody knows the whores get old. How dare you? Chuck, Manhattan. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, brother. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. So, you know what? I agree with what you're saying about a lot of the, the teachers. My wife's a teacher. Uh-huh. And I told her before, her and a couple of her teacher friends, what the fuck do they have to Oh, you my, can't my swear. Father. You can't what? swear. I understand. I'm going to finish your point for you, but when you swear, I can't let you on. Do you catch him, McBeth? All right. Chuck's a union guy. His wife's a teacher, and he agrees with me. Well, I, I was a union guy. My family are teachers. My family are union guys. I understand. I'm not insulting the individuals. I'm different than the Democrat. Chuck is Chuck. His wife is a teacher. She may have become a teacher because a teacher inspired her life, and she truly wanted to give the education to the kids. The unions don't want to do that, and Chuck knows I'm right. Because Chuck started out as a young man, and the first thing they taught him how to do is go on break. Oh, 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 kid. Take it easy. You're going to get away with the, You're going to get done with this job too fast. We all have been there. Anybody that's been in a union, they teach you how to sit on your fat ass. With a moth like that, I'm surprised it doesn't work for the CTU. Well, with a union, listen, I'm, I, I get Chuck. He's my kind of guy. This is how you talk when you're working all day. Don't worry about it. We caught him in time. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? Good. When I heard the guy was from Manhattan, I expected a little sophistication. But go ahead. Yeah, really. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Another great week. Listen, I wanted to talk about the Zuckerberg uh, when he was interviewed. Yeah. He said that the FBI contacted him and uh-huh. uh, and told him to be low-key on uh, talking about Hunter Biden. You know, I'm going to do... that a form of uh, voter uh, interference? Oh, of course it is. It's, it's, it's direct intimidation by the Democrat mafia. That's what they do. It's how they run their organized syndicate like the mafia. It's how they run the unions. It's how they run everything. This is what they are. And this is why it's fun to watch as they put in a couple like Merrick Garland right out of the hood in Chicago. Of course, their mafia is full of pansies, butter-handed pansies like Pritzker. I'd love to see if he could do a push-up. I'd love him to pretend to be an old-time mobster like I would Merrick Garland, but he doesn't have to because he has the power of government now. They don't have to be tough men. They have the power of other people to do the damage. So I saw it, and I'm going to play it. But I'm going to also play on Monday. I'm going to play when they broke Zuckerberg, who really got his idea not because he came up with something. He stole it, and he paid off the guys that came up with it. But go ahead. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to say is uh, I think there'll be about 48 people shot this weekend. All right, well, let's put let, – everybody gets a turn. Rich, 48, you're in the pool. Wrong. Thank you. No, you never know. Buddy Bunny might be right. What he's talking about is that Joe Rogan had Mark Zuckerberg on. By the way, Mark Zuckerberg not only looks like somebody who stole an idea. I know it's Zuckerberg. I call him Zuckerberg. Um, he not only looks like somebody that stole an, an idea, he looks like somebody that was kidnapped by aliens and came back pregnant. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New yeah, York we Post. Have that too. Yeah, so you guys. Said- By the way, can I say something? I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. Big Joe Rogan fan. And Mark Zuckerberg sounds even more like a girl than his wife, which just confuses me when I look at her. Answered that as well. So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, <laughs> I think, basically came to us. <laughs> Somewhere Pete Buttigieg is perking up like he was on Cialis. Some some folks on our team, it was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 
2016 election. We now, ha- does anybody believe that? Do you ever meet an IRS agent? Or, I mean, an FBI agent? Same thing. Same hairdo. Same suit. Do you think they go, hey, we got an up deal. <laughs> There's a lot of Russian here. That's not how it went. They said, hey, Zuck. You do what we want you to do or you lose everything. You understand? And as for that girl you think is your wife, she'll be up uh, uh, by the INS and she'll be shipped back to China. What do you think of that, Zuck? Have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of... of um, yeah, that's uh, how it went. That's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Yeah. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we we also have this third party fact checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And no, they <laughs> they want somebody who works for them, who used to work for the CIA, to tell them what's true or false. By the way, Facebook has employed four hundred CIA agents, and if anything, you know you're going to get from the CIA. It's the truth. For the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false. He actually sounds like they have his kid over a a a, 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 a well with a shotgun to her head, doesn't it? Um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. In other words, you might have thought you shared it, but you didn't because Zuckerberg and the Gestapo said not to because the FBI said, "Hey, freeze this story. We know he's an asset to China. We know he's owned by the Ukrainian Ukrainian oligarchs, but you're not going to let anybody know, okay? Their alien face. That's how it really went, though. Or we throw your kid in the well and send your wife back to wherever she. Came Thanks from. for nothing, Mike Melrose Park. Hey, Sean, my Melrose brother. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, my my question, and I have not heard this in any of the news. These people that are going to get this uh, free handout, the 10K or 20K or whatever, because they went to school and yeah. all that. And they stiffed is, their loan. Is that yeah. gonna, are they, are they going to get a 1099? And is that why they need 87,000 more IRS agents to audit them? Only or how, the Republicans will be audited. The Democrats, as long okay. as you vote Democrat, don't worry. We'll figure out something on your taxes later. Do you know a Democrat? But You're from I, Melrose Park, Mike. So am I, right? How many, you know Democrats that pay right. taxes? How many Democrats in Melrose Park do you know right now driving around in an $80,000 car that never paid taxes in their life? How many? I don't know. Yeah, None. you know. Don't be afraid. Don't be Zuckerberg. <laughs> Thank you very much. When you go past my cousin's baseball field, you tell him I said hello. Joseph Maggio, baseball field. Uh, I don't want to go on break. Let's go to Tom in Texas. Hi, Tom. Texas. Hey. How you doing? Good, brother. Hey, you're awesome. Oh, <laughs> thank you, brother. I didn't, I didn't thank you because you were going to say it. What else you got? Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Big down in Texas, I thought only the hair was. Whereas in the Chicago Teachers Union, only the asses are. Yeah, you know what? I I moved out of Chicago last year just because how ridiculous the taxes are and the crime. Yeah. And Chicago just... Yeah, I know. I can't say it on the air. Yeah, we all know what you mean, though. But so when you walk into Texas and they got the cowboy hats and the boots on and the women with the big hair and they're all dancing that square dancing, do you blend in? Have you managed to blend in over the last year? I don't know. I travel for a living, so actually right now I'm in Florida. Oh, all right. Well, there you can blend in. 
You can blend in anywhere. It depends yeah. on what part you are. But you know, Texas, you don't want to square dance with somebody's wife you're not supposed to. You'll end up on the you know, on the top of one of those Ford F one fifties. Good news is it won't be a lightning. Tom, thanks for the call. I went long. We'll be back. Believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You gotta be kidding me, McBot. Is this the fastest show you ever worked? Of course, you worked some drag once. Whew. Like one of those tomato cans behind a newlyweds car. Uh, Tom in Blue Island, you handsome devil. What a pot belly you got. Hey, ditto, Sean. Uh, Sean, I spent three years in Local 11 Roofers Union where all the guys, before I foolishly went out on my own, where all the guys did all day was complain about how much we were going to have to get done, when was break, and where was the closest bar to go eat their lunch at, buddy. Nice. Well, you know, you were on the south side, so it's hard to be a redheaded roofer in July. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. He hung up on me. All right. Fair enough. David and DuPage. Yeah, Sean. I mean, I, there's got to be 100, 100 questions that come, come up from that answer that, you know, why was there no follow-up by Joe Rogan? I mean, he's a sharp he did, guy. No, no, brother, he did follow up. I only had time to grab it. He did follow up. Oh. And when you get done watching that clip, David, listen, it's obvious. He was intimidated by the government. What I want to show you on Monday is it started at hearings for Congress two years ago, two years before the election. I'm going to prove to you on Monday exactly why Zuck broke. I get it because he didn't want to lose everything. And the government during the hearings gave a very, very mafia clear innuendo. You will go along with the Democrat mafia or you will lose everything. That's how they get to where they are. You know that, David. But I'm going to prove it on Monday. In the meantime, I want everybody to have a good weekend, Robert. I know I left you on the line, but it's time for the national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last Broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.